Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Sherlock's team podcast with me, Georgie Corrigal. This week, I'm joined by Georgina Blasky, by Laura Black, and Polly Sayer. Hi. Hello. Good morning, <laughs> Good morning. ladies. Got to start with Friday afternoon. We had the Sherlock's husband shoot <laughs> on Friday afternoon. <laughs> and Polly's husband and Laura's husbands were very good sports. Georgina, everyone was like, Georgina's husband's really good looking. We need to get him to be <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> And I was like, it's just fashion team. So anyway, <laughs> next time round. <laughs> I was with another, a friend of mine works for Sherlock's and her husband wasn't in it and she was like, he's quite upset <laughs> that he didn't make the cut. And I was like, he's not fashion, next time he'll be there. <laughs> anyway, did they enjoy it? It was fun, wasn't it? I think Matt really enjoyed it actually. He kind of like made out that he was nervous, but actually I think he sort of was like, yeah, nice to be on that side of the camera for once. <laughs> he was an absolute pro as well, wasn't he? He was. I was quite surprised because I've I filmed some things with him before and he was quite wooden. Um, bless his heart. But um he was good actually. I think he stepped out. I thought Ed was great as well, actually. Ed was really non about it. When I told him it was happening, I was expecting him to kick off a bit of a fuss and he was just really like unfazed mm. it's kind of beginning to annoy me i was like this this kind of thing really stresses me out won't you stressed <laughs> out by it but then when rich was in his face he just got so flustered he was, oh, yeah. oh did he yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say did rich disarm him i said to rich i was like are you a bit jealous? you're not in the shoot mm. he went yeah I, I yeah i got a bit of fame there actually yeah well, <laughs> i thought the was. photographer was phenomenal he, he was, was such amazing. a nice guy yeah, yeah. such a nice guy it he was fun at ease. i felt very lucky that we had such nice men to get tagged. Well, yeah. oh, clearly, we only employ nice people at Sherlock's who are married <laughs> to nice men. But anyway, it was fun. And the pictures have just come in. You've seen them. I haven't. I'm seeing it. sneaky. We didn't yeah. look at Jonesy. We thought it was only fair you saw yeah, those first. Yeah, we just didn't we? Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, we've done a bit of a crowdsourcing exercise. This has been happening more and more. Fueling the chat of the podcast is getting onto Instagram and asking our followers what they want us to talk about. Uh, so I've been on my Instagram this morning, Daisy's been on the Sherlock's Instagram, and I've got a long list of questions. Before we get started, did you have nice weekends? What did you do after the shoot? We went inside to my favourite restaurant of all time, Koji, and we sat inside for the first time in ages. I was really envious when we, oh, we shared so a cab nice. on the way back, and I was really envious you were doing that. It was really nice. Yeah, it's on my on my wish list. So Saturday we had, like, my I was saying my favourite thing at the weekend is a family tea. So we have another family for tea, and... We had quite a lot of rosé at tea, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> tea, I think, ended at 10 by the time one of their children was asleep on the sofa. So it wasn't late, but it was quite rosé fueled. And then yesterday, we took, yeah, we took the children out for tea at 4.15 to a pub down the road. We went home, paid some pick-up sticks, and... I was really inspired by your pick-up sticks. It's oh my, my God, daughter's game. birthday in a couple of weeks. I ordered them. Awesome. <laughs> so you're in the party bags. No, I just ordered them for her. They're also a really good um, going home present. Oh, that's good. Are you having a party? 
Yeah, but we're doing it uh, on Hodges' recommendation at the slime making workshop. So it's oh, all out of my stories. house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I didn't know that existed. Well, you can buy a packet of six pickup sticks for about 12 quid. Oh, that's a good chance. Anyway, hours of fun. So we play pickup sticks. And yeah, I was asleep at 7.30. So oh, I feel nice. a bit robbed this morning with my yeah. horse. I'm really fair. impressed by that because I, I think I'm pretty sharp at getting my children to bed but them in bed and me asleep by 7 yeah, 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all went up and had a bath at 6 45 nails cut <laughs> sunday night rituals quick story and yeah but they were tired like they my daughter my 10 year old's just just getting into exam territory so she's got exams this week and just everyone Everyone needed an early night, so it was really nice. How was your weekend, Nora? I was nice. We went to um, some friends on our road, had a barbecue with loads of like, if I could kind of hand pick people that I wanted to see, everybody was there. It was amazing. So oh, yeah, really nice and children running around. And it was a real sort of realization of how much, I know schools have been open, but how nice it was to hang out with other families mm. en masse mm. and the children just be playing it they were just so entertained by each other i was expecting them to be at my feet all day and i barely saw them um so that was really nice also quite rosé fueled so yesterday was a quiet day um, <laughs> and we had family for lunch and i was saying that we barbecued the chicken and then sat in front of the fire because this weather is an absolute joke georgina what about you i had the best weekend because i oh, went away and you? stayed the night somewhere that oh. was at my house and it was just so lovely um we went to the double red duke in the cotswolds which has just opened and is it a hotel yeah so it's by um sam and georgie pierman who are the couple behind country creatures so they um they used to own the king and plow the lucky onion group yes 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 um and now they've moved on and they're doing other pubs around and um it was just so amazing to drive out of London and stay the night. So it's a pub with rooms. It's a pub, like big gastro pub with rooms. Called. Amazing food, the double red duke. And it's where exactly? It's in Oxfordshire, outside Bampton. Nice. Um, yeah, and it was really good. And I went with old uni friends I hadn't seen for ages, oh, for so over a year. Oh, no, this was a girl's oh, trip. This, was, this is why it was such a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then we went to Vista. Oh, Ooh, it's not Mars just opened at Vista. Oh, I didn't see good? that. Ooh. We were in the overflow car park for the overflow car park. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was so, and I thought this is going to be awful. But because of the way it's laid out, actually walking around was fine. The only thing is they have these kind of virtual queues. So some people, it tended to be for the big shops like Burberry and Gucci. A and, queue, but you're at Vista. How does that work? You get to so your you, name down. There's a QR code that you scan and then you go back later. Oh, that's quite good. Clever. It is quite good, but I think the waits are quite long. Yeah, you might not be able to go back for, for another day. hour and a half. Oh. So if you want, it's not a quick trip. But, but it's a good tip because it means go like round as soon as you get there mm. and put your name down for all the places. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And there's so many great kind of eateries to stop in now. The Wolseley's there and other things. Um, I bought a top in Bash. Cool. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, it was nice. so nice. Nice. Yeah. I also saw some uni gals this weekend, which was just so lovely because we hadn't seen each other for over a year because of COVID. And we just, um, we watched Eurovision, fueled by gin. Oh. <laughs> There's a mum who I know through school who was, is an Icelandic pop star. Like, oh, she was a big, cool. she still makes music, which I love. Hedgen, if you're listening, shout out. But such fun. She's like a total breath of fresh air. 
and she was like really really successful that's um and she actually almost made it to eurovision she auditioned um, a couple years ago and she was watching it and i was looking at her instagram and she was like commenting i was like who watches Eurovision? I mean, other than Hedgen, obviously, <laughs> but watches But people Eurovision. get really into it, don't they? I've got friends. It's like a bit of a laugh, isn't but it? Like, you're quite cool. Do you actually sit down? And <laughs> I don't actually think it's cool. Like, it was more just like... Quite cool. Very cool. I'm super cool, man. Um, no, we were already quite um, like drunk by this point. We were just like, shall we chuck it on? And like, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> it's don't really... It's like the perfect Saturday night background TV yeah. almost to a girl's night, though. How is it still going? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know why we go into it every year and think didn't we get no point oh completely yeah, yeah. It's it's we didn't get one point right. i mean no, no, no but nothing. literally that's the running joke but i think even previous years we've got like two points or yeah, four I think points the last few years we've got it's been pitiful but like who was yeah, it who sang james newman the only reason i know um, that is because he's got the same name as my cousin but james <laughs> newman is not off the wall of three heads and the fire eater I just said, so that's going to get cut. And someone said, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I dare you, Lars. I dare you, leave it in. <laughs> uh, anyway, Eurovision was good then. It was good. And yeah, we just went for a nice roast on the Sunday together, a nice walk. So it was really wholesome and lovely to see everyone. And I had the TV to myself last night because Matt's away. So yeah, it's been quite a nice weekend, you know? Do you like chill. it when your husband goes away? Only for like a night. After a night, I start to get a bit like around bored now. But for one night, you know, to be able to just do what I want. The house is so tidy when he's away. Um, <laughs> yeah, so nice for one night. Do you? Or do I'm, you kind of- I'm much better, but I used to... <laughs> Laura's laughing. I used to sleep with a knife by my bed when Jonesy went away. <laughs> and before I had children. I remember the first... We used to live in a flat on a main road. I still live on a main road. But weirdly, I've always wanted to live on the main road because I'm a real wimp. And I don't even like parking my car around the corner and walking back to my house. Like, I I'm just, I grew up in London. I just don't take risks and I'm a wimp. And so I used to sleep on a first floor flat with a knife in my bed on the main road. And then I remember when we moved into our first house and I had Coco and I he went away. I was like, Mommy, I think Coco and I might have to stay. She's like, darling, I think, I think it might be about time to you. <laughs> Manage to live in your own house. <laughs> I don't know about you. When my husband's away, I I go right. I'm gonna nine o'clock. I'm gonna put on what I want to watch. I'm gonna at midnight. I'm still fucking around <laughs> doing. You know, I'm like gonna have a really early night. He's not gonna keep me awake. And I've got a girlfriend who says the same. It's like, what was I doing? Yeah, I'm the same. Mm. I always go to bed. I always sleep later yeah. when Adam's away. I don't know what it is, yeah. and it is it's faffing. I'm, I'm not even relaxing well. I'm watching like, TV. Like, listening for listening for sounds. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I have to set the alarm religiously and just oh check every window, check every door. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I've got better, but I used to find it absolutely terrifying. Mm. I've got much better. I mean, I also have a living nanny. That helps. Yeah, I am quite a wimp, so yeah, that does help. Laura? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite similar to you, Georgie, but I think I've grown up a bit now. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, have a, I used to like lock doors. I, I lived in a house where a woman had actually been attacked in the house before I lived there and she had double bolts on her bed, deadlocks on her on my bedroom door and I moved in and thought it was wonderful. It's like, oh, perfect. <laughs> okay. Like everyone else. But, yeah. but then I had children and I thought that's not legit. Save myself and not them. <laughs> so I had to man if up. If anyone comes high down the stairs, you won't be able to get into it. Anyway, um, moving on. We're going to move on to our podcast questions and they're quite a mixed 
bag. I'm wondering what to start with. Let's break the ice with food. This is niche. Uh, first question is sparkling or still water in a restaurant? I got really cross the other day. I was in a restaurant in the Ivy and um, this waitress came up to me and she said, would you like still or sparkling? And I said, oh, just tap water, please. And she went, do you not want a bottle of water? And I looked and I was like, no, no, I, I can afford to be in this restaurant, but I don't need to make <laughs> you guys even more money by paying eight pounds for a bottle of water that comes out of the London tap, so. Sounds like you should be married to my husband. I just <laughs> I mean, he will not pay for a bottle of water. No. Really? Live in London, I drink the water out of the tap, happily. And I'm sure there are lots of people that tell me it's got nasty things in it, but I just fucks me off when. I do quite like sparkling water. water yeah, I would have sparkling with a slice of lemon if I'm out because it's that feeling of actually at home. Yeah, I do. I don't buy bottled water at home. I, it's the same as you. London tap water is fine, um, but I kind of get bored of it, and I just like the sensation of the sparkly water. You know, it's something different. It's nice, and I it's like sort adding of it being my wine too. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. If it's like a I'll lunchtime, spritzer. Spritzer. <laughs> Probably, probably use also, yeah. Do people drink spritzers anymore? I mean, no, I think they're in vogue in the 80s. Oh, I, I, I love a white wine spritzer. I love a spritzer. Yeah, very 80s. Do you 80s. order a spritzer? Yeah, I would order really? a spritzer. Mm, I love a spritzer. But I, yeah. And if it's at the end of a kind of rosé fueled barbecue or something, and you're thinking, God, I've had quite a lot of wine, but I'm not sure I'm ready to stop drinking. Saves the hangover. Put in a bit of spritzer. Oh, I put loads of ice in my wine, don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah ice Other okay. than really nice white. I wouldn't no, do maybe that. I'm a bit dated. But... Well, bring back the spritzer. No, yeah. Bring back the spritzer. <laughs> Yeah. Starter or pudding? Oh, well, I, starter, and I went out for lunch yesterday and I actually had two starters I rather than a starter and main course. What did I, you have? I had cauliflower teriyaki popcorn. Oh, oh my God, oh. I had it at the mitre. At the mitre, yeah. It is insane. And it's so oh. good. It is so good. I don't know so how they do it, it's good. so soft. Yeah, it was insane. So nice. And then duck and watermelon salad for my main. Lovely. Because well, I'd been at the the double red duke place before. I was kind of like, I'm a bit over the pub meals now. I'm feeling a little like bit. Heaven. Well, the duck so. and watermelon salad at eight over eight. Is it up back yeah. open yet? That was so good. Yeah. And then for dessert, I did have a dessert actually, and I had a um, a strawberry eaten mess, and it came in kind of a champagne coupe glass, and it was piled high. It was like double the height of mm. the rim of the glass with edible flowers on top. Honestly, Amazing. the food in there is so good. Yeah, it's really excellent. Yeah. Oh, I really, really want to go. Um, so, starter or pudding, you have both. Well, I would normally have a starter. Over sweet. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Nora? I would quite like a starter and a pudding, and I would skip the main course. Oh, yes. That's a good one. What I hate, though, as well, is when other people order starters and you don't, and then you have to sit there and wait for your food. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Don't yeah, you've got to be on the same page. I'll have two starters. Yeah, mm. but also I went somewhere the other day and they were like, should we share some puddings? Oh. And I'm oh, not just pudding. not into My husband maybe, but not with a lot of people. I share a pudding. I definitely share a pudding because I only need a bite of something. So I would never eat a whole pudding unless it was sorbet. I know, but it's been a pandemic. I'm not sure yeah. I need everybody else's spoons in my... No, not for me. Not clean spoons? Maybe. One day. We are going back in for more after. Yeah. Like, more nah. about that. What are you starter right. Much more of a starter gal. I actually yeah. find when you go, in my personal experience, the starters are often the best part of the meal for me. Like we went to Hakusan the other night, the starter bits were the best part. So I do like pudding. I'd have it all, but if I had to choose. 
I'm with you. I just like someone to bring me like a nice chocolate at the end. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. That's the best restaurant yeah. is when you get an after eight with your bills. But, mm. but they've stopped doing that. Please just do that why less and less. Do I don't know. Why? They because they stopped. Order a pudding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why. Charge me. I'll happily pay you three mm. pounds for a white chocolate truffle. Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't need, or I will, I do love a sorbet. We're going to go in with weddings. Uh, we're all married. Someone asked for our best wedding day advice. I feel like it's hard to say something that someone probably hasn't already told you, but the whole like try and take ten or well, five minutes away just as a couple on the day to like take it all in. I think that was a really good piece of advice someone gave me because yeah. you can get so caught up in the whirlwind of the day, can't you? And then you're just like, mm. talking about time is photo- get a photographer that's quick. Mm. Like, oh, you want yeah. your photos to be good. But you know those photographers that you you know you see some friends' photos and they sort of literally driven a mile away to a tree for a mm. something you know spent hours and hours having photos like it's your wedding day you want mm. to be there and see everybody yeah. i think spending hours fiddling around with photos is no. a bit of a waste of time we've got those people there to see yeah i think awesome to save some canapes for you so gutting when you mm. don't get them eat i ate at my wedding um i also think enjoy the ceremony i think there's so much mm. you're so nervous about the rest of the day and all your plans going according to exactly how you've planned yeah. them that it's quite easy to not focus too much on that bit and i think that's really important mm. i really love my ceremony actually yeah it was like i remember it feeling really out of body exactly oh, yeah. yes. I, remember, I remember being in church and thinking god Am I really here? Yeah. Like this doesn't. This is just so surreal. Mm. But that's a bit where the time almost does go a bit more slowly, and then as soon as the party starts, it's just like, like boom! Oh yeah. God, yeah, it's over in a flash. Georgina, anybody advice? Um, so we did a lineup because we had quite a big wedding, and I remember thinking, I don't want to do a lineup. It's so traditional and that's not kind of the vibe and a lineup means if people are wondering is when people arrive at your reception you stand in line and they, so they can say hello to everybody as you as they walk in you, they kind of meet you and, and often your parents maybe as well or something like that yeah. and anyway i was kind of overruled no we're doing a lineup and i'm actually so glad we did because it meant that i had a kind of two minute three minute conversation with every single person who was there including perhaps the sort of distant relatives that I wouldn't have seeked out mm. to speak to. Yeah. So I knew that whatever happened on the day, by the time I got to the end of the day, I had actually spoken to everyone one-on-one. Yeah. On one. I remember my parents giving me the nod after we'd eaten. It was like, right now. And I had to go around all the tables, yeah. all the tables and we do my it. bit. We, we didn't have a lineup. My dad was like, we're not having a lineup. So we're, anyway, not, I, I totally get your argument. Actually, it's an interesting, but I, would say you do want to get ev- around everyone. Yeah. But the great thing is, the earlier you do it, the quicker you can be with it. So mm. get around everyone early on. Like in the drinks, I went around and I was like, hi, great aunt Mary or whoever you are. And she was dead, she wasn't there. But anyway, you know, hi, whoever you are that ran in front of my parents that they insisted on inviting. How lovely to see you. Anyway, I'm just, I must get around because I just want to say to everybody. And then I was done and I could enjoy it. So I got around everyone really early. Also, best advice, just the rule book's out the window thanks to the pandemic. That's what I think is so brilliant. Like, I think it's given so many couples the freedom yeah. to not be weighed down into these yeah. kind of traditions. And, and not to have to spend so much money as well. Yeah. Okay, next question. Top tips to feel put together when you're a mother with young children and limited time. Laura. Top tips. 
Sandwich dressing, one-to-one. Yeah, one-to-one. Sam- <laughs> I love a sandwich dress. I love a sandwich um, dress. Go simple. Don't have anything too fussy, I think. Sandwich dress, by the way, means you've You're... got something dark on top or something dark on your feet and yeah. whatever else in the middle. Or like white trainers and a white, white top. top. Um, so yeah, that is a, that's a good tip. Nice pair of earrings. Go nice simple everywhere else. Put your makeup on. Put your makeup on. Mm. Also... A fresh pair of trainers. I think mm. most mums wear trainers, and I sometimes look at people's feet, and I just think, I think now's time for a and jeans. upgrade. <laughs> I can't cope. I'm really sorry. I'm just going to put this out there. I've decided I'm going to be having listened to Vogue be just like so on PC on her podcast. I'm just going to Lozzy, don't need to cut me. I'm just mm. going to say mm. what I want to say, which is like jeans that don't fit you and that are really old are unacceptable. And I saw a woman walking down the road the other day and she had jeans on, looked like she'd had them since she was at university and they did not fit her. And they were pulling them on the ground and they were ripped at the bottom. You can't wear the same kind of jeans with trainers as you do with heels. They just, it doesn't work. So, And it doesn't cost a lot to get nice jeans. You don't have to spend a fortune. I was in Primark the other day buying some socks for my children and I passed a pair and you know when you just know a pair of jeans will fit you mm. I could like eye them up and I was like I'm just going to give them a go they were great and they were only about I don't know I 17 pounds or something amazing yeah, kept them. you wearing them now? no but I do have we some we did that Primark jeans shoot exactly bloody good denim is mm. denim Georgina any tips for looking pulled together? I think just things like talking about sort of the makeup thing I think if you can just take some time out and go and get your eyelashes tinted or something or your then if you haven't got time to wash um to put your makeup on you've kind of just got or put a bit of fake tan on the night before and just that feeling of kind of I don't look like I've had four hours sleep and I haven't put my makeup mm. on because you've just got a sort of a base that's mm. there but I also think I mean, it takes 30 seconds to put on mascara if that's going to mm. make you feel better everybody no matter yeah. how many children you've got, Puts everybody's got on. time for 30 seconds. Put some makeup yeah. on. I really think, yeah. Get up, Bronzer. Get up five minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah fake tan. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. that mm-hmm. um someone said how do you manage washing your hair around exercising your special subject i wash my hair every other day i have actually washed it today in its entirety but is wash the fringe the sides and the front under the tap or under the shower with shampoo and then just dry and i know it's the best 
I think that's all you need to know, really, is that, it? Because yeah, there's nothing else to add, is there? No, I think the only other thing to know is that, like, actually, I find, like, yeah, obviously, you're only going to sweat most around here, but having a bit of body on your hair from exercise, I just put a bit of dry shampoo and it actually makes my hair a bit cooler, I'd say. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think the front's got to be clean. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's where it gets Or, gross. like, revolve it around the days that you plan to wash your hair. That's what I do as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what time do you usually go to bed? I don't normally go to bed at 7.30. I normally go to bed oh, last week. I don't think we turned our light off before 12.30. Once. Yeah. Monday to Thursday. Yeah. Really, by Friday, I was like, I'm tired. What time are you in bed? Uh, so I used to do 10. It now feels like it's creeping towards 11 more regularly. I think often as well, when your children get older and they're not tucked up at seven and they're still padding Tell around at 9.30, it. oh. it's like, oh my God, and now I just want to watch something. And if something's an hour and you don't start it till quarter to 10, yeah. oh, it just gets so late. So yeah, not as early as I'd like, but mm. probably about 11. Laura, you're an early... I mean, I would much rather get up early. But I also head upstairs, I would say, you know, sometime between 9.30 and 10. But I often then sit in bed and carry on working and then, or, or watch something. So it's mm. not like I'm in bed and going to sleep, but I feel like I've climbed the mountain of like getting ready for bed. Because I sometimes feel like, oh my God, I've got to like finish everything, you know, put the house away. Put the house um, away, and then, do the sofa cushions. Yeah, so I've done all of that. And then I know that when I'm tired, I can then just go to sleep. I've done my jobs. Yeah. Safe cushions. I came downstairs the other day. Came downstairs. Said to Josie, I'm going up. Can you please leave everything tidy? I'm going up now. I came down the next morning. Like, this is sofa, like, propped up on the back. The cushion propped up on the back of the sofa. I was like, do you understand what putting everything away at the end of the day involves? Slightly giving me anxiety hearing that I you came mean, downstairs. <laughs> You're an early to bed. I'm an early to bed, but I will also get up early. I just feel like when I go to bed early, I'm like losing out on my time. You know, mm. I'd rather mm. go to bed a bit I later. I want evening. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, if I go to bed at nine, I'm like, cool. Like that's basically two hours. That was a great Tuesday evening. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And I so just... what time do you and Matt go to bed? Do you go to bed at the same time always? Yeah, we do pretty much. But I'd say we like aim for 1030. It's usually 11. And actually, to be fair, we've tried going to bed at 10 and I did feel like a million bucks the next day. But then I'm just like, God, like if I've got, you know, bits and bobs to do in the evening, by the time I clock off, and we're like, you know, if you've got an hour, like that's just rubbish. Like yeah. it's still... What time not... do you wake up? I wake up about seven. Do you always go to bed at the same time as your husband's? No, I go to bed first. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Do you? I always. Know. Always. I always have. Well, I used when... Are you I... asleep then when he comes to bed? No, I, I kind of, I really like reading to wind down. So I will read, but I read in the dark with the Kindle so that if the room's really dark and I've just got this little glow from mm. the Kindle, then I can actually fall asleep reading. Mm. But does and he then come in and turn the light on? No, he doesn't turn the light on. Does he really? He knows what's good for him. He won't turn the I light on. <laughs> if I'm getting sleepy in that light, I mean, they're no. crashing around. Well, yeah. there might be a bit of crashing. I'm like, I am trying to yeah. sleep here, you know. And he'll be like, oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> so does he not really read obvious. when he comes to bed? No, 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 he doesn't read. See, my husband needs to. So if I'm like, I'm about to switch the light off, he's like, well, I need to get sleepy. Which is just so... Annoying. I say that's me, reading to get sleepy. The Kindle's so good for that though, because I'm 
I'm not a huge reader, but Matt really is. And he'll sit like with the lights all off so I can go to sleep and he'll be on his Kindle and it doesn't keep me awake. Uh, I need to go to bed earlier. Career advice. You're starting a new job in this world, in inverted commas. Someone's asking, how do you make an impact? Navigate. Hard. Really hard. We had quite a few new starters, didn't we, in the Mm. pandemic? And I think the danger was as well that we're now back at work three days a week. The danger was, because they've been doing the job, some of them have got to grips with doing the job, but hadn't really got to know the people yet. Mm. They kind of came in, sat at their desk, did their job, but there wasn't that, oh my God, she's really new, so you need to make an effort to, mm. as she said, it's hard. It's hard. It's I think really you've hard, got to be quite spontaneous yourself. Yeah, I think mm. you've got to be proactive. So my husband starts a new job next week and he's already been for drinks and dinner with two of his colleagues, which I know seems like quite a daunting thing to do when like, you know, you've not met these people in person. But I think kind of the onus is on both sides. But I think like, even if you haven't met before, just like try and organize something like, oh, do you think we could maybe go for drinks as a team? Just My to, brother did that. He yeah. started a new job in the pandemic and he did that. He met them all before. And I think it's yeah. a really good idea because you just, it must be so bloody hard to try and connect with people when you're just on Zoom calls. Yeah. Right. Really hard. Yeah. In some ways, maybe it's maybe there is some positives to it. Like in a way, you've got your head around stuff, and then it's not quite so nerve wracking turning turning up on that day. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it must I, be I think as well for the team. So not for the person starting the job, but I think for the team surrounding team like give them time like Mm. give them even if it's just 15 minutes this is my job this is what I do and Mm. I think it really helps them to then integrate Mm. they know who to reach out to how did you know if you wanted children or not Regina Nora you both got children it was just never a question for me I just always I'm from a big family it's like all I ever wanted did you want them you got married quite young Mm mm-hmm did you want them the day you got married? Yeah, I well, I had fertility problems and I knew that I would, I knew about them before I was married. So yes, for me, it was like, That's I want them so badly, let's just crack on and figure this out. Yeah. So yeah. Georgina? Yeah, never a question. Didn't even ask myself the question. I don't think I even have ever had the thought. It just was something I assumed I would do. And I'm very happy that I did. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Polly's like, oh my God, she's coming to me next. Yes, I definitely always wanted them. Always, 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 always wanted them. Like, yeah, no question. I think because I started Sheer Lux just after I got married. In fact, I had my notice in. I was like, we decided on our honeymoon that I was going to have my notice in. And they'd given me a really nice wedding present. I was like, I can't do it. (laughs) They bought me like a 300 pound bowl. Uh, So I waited one day for the next day. And then I had Chinooks and I got a puppy, which my husband, I think was his cunning plan to delay <laughs> children. <laughs> but there was definitely a moment in me where I was like, okay, my body now hurts. I'm so ready to go. Like, and I think for, for some people, I think for most people that comes. And if you don't feel that yet and, and your age isn't a problem, I would say don't rush it. You will get, I, I would say it's quite rare probably not to get that feeling. Polly, I'm putting you on the spot. Do you wanna do you want us to skip this one? No, no, it's fine. I'm actually quite <laughs> happy to talk about it. I, I don't actually know whether I do want children, to be honest with you. It hasn't I certainly don't feel that massive like like what you guys said about just knowing that you wanted them. And I'm I'm open to the fact that my mind might be changed and that it'll come, but at present I'm like it's not something that I've like 
really burn for particularly. So I'm just going to keep my options open, I think. And do you know what? If you don't... Yeah. You don't, but, th- but then I know somebody, but I have this little hunch that... I think it's amazing because, you know, for women now, there's so much you can do and, you know, the career opportunities for women have never been more exciting, mm, etc. Yeah. And you're obviously achieving a lot career-wise and... Um, but I do think most people get to a point where they... Yeah, I think you're still will. really young as That's well. That's I think. I'm kind of just like, I imagine maybe when I get like, perhaps when I hit 30, it might change. Yeah. And I'm not going to be like, no, I'm, I'm ruling it out because I don't want them right now. But yeah, I mean, I think my husband and I talk about it semi-regularly just to kind of check in and be like has your mind changed yet and we're like no still the same but do any of your friends have children yet no and I think that's why yeah I think I'd, I wouldn't want to be the first out of my friends to be honest with you I think um I don't know I, I agree, wouldn't want yeah. to be and I, I I imagine we've got like my husband's friends who are older who have got kids but my sort of friendship group yeah. none of them do and I I'm kind of that's why my mind is open because I think perhaps it's just because no one else is doing it yet yeah I think so, that's so true yeah it's quite nice yeah, also to have quite a few years of married life just the two yeah. of you because oh, yeah. we didn't have that we we had kids really quickly and actually I sometimes think oh well I guess we're flipping it we're doing it that the kids will leave home and then we'll yeah. get the time later at the other yeah, end yeah. Yeah. sort of whichever way you look at it you mm. get that time eventually exactly um but yeah I sometimes do think oh if we got married younger and then we'd had like five five years of just being us mm. that would have been really cool yeah we had six years of just us and that was really cool. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on to a few interiors questions, and then some shopping questions. We're gonna do interiors first. Um, someone says they just moved house. How do you make it feel like your own? I'm sure we've all got something to say here, Georgina. I think it's putting out your your kind of personal favourites. You know, it's obvious things like picture frames, photographs. Um, Often people have something they take with them from house to house that really makes it feel like home, whether it's a painting or I just think it's those personal effects that you put around that just makes it homely. And then also things like fresh flowers and lovely plants in pots and like living, breathing things around you, I think, can make it feel more homely. It's weird that feeling when you move into a new house yeah. so that first night. <gasps> or like light a candle. There's a smell you love that you associate with your house. like. Paint that it. smell yeah. in the yeah, room. Paint it, I would say. For the, well, if, you're, if you can, I would say, if budget allows. We if, painted if, ourselves, if, I hasten to add. Yeah. Our first yeah. house. But budget allowing paint and new carpets because that makes it instantly your own because any smell then goes. Just gets yeah. the smell of, it, it makes it smell new, yeah. doesn't oh, yeah. it? And yeah, I hasten to add, we painted our house ourselves. Mm. Yeah. We literally, we took the week off work and we, in fact, we did it in two houses. We painted part of our second house ourselves as well oh my god spindles painting spindles oh yes I've done that Jesus Christ it's horrendous but it's nothing like getting the smell of not that people we brought off smelt just getting no it's just not your smell yeah it smells new when it smells of paint yeah and change the loose seat Oh, oh yeah, always, that's a really good always one. Always change the loose seat every Lucy. time you move house. Yeah, every whether it's always. a rental, whether you oh, bought god, it, I just change the loose seat. Yeah. I would also say the first night, make sure you've got nice, clean sheets from mm. your last house ready to go because that smell will make it feel like your own. Isn't it funny that we keep talking about smells? It's really that yeah. thing that, that is just the sense 
obviously the visual's mm. the visual, but mm. that's the thing you can take with you. Uh, Polly, you've just done quite a lot of work to your house. I mean, yeah, it's an ongoing thing, bit by bit. Your garden looks amazing, by nice. the way. Yeah, the garden's looking so much better, but I Quick think... side note on, someone asked for affordable garden furniture. Yeah, so the garden furniture we got was from a brand called Yisk. It's J-Y-S-K. Do you know it? No, I haven't heard J-Y-S-K. of that one. Um, and mm. it was pretty affordable, I'd say, by garden furniture standards. And I think at the moment they're still having some issues with like stock and Brexit and stuff. But I think I've been advised it's kind of coming back in the next few weeks. So I think you've just got to be really hot on, on the pulse, haven't you? With yeah, things like too that. late. Rattan um, Direct. Yeah. That's where I got my Rattan set that we had in our last house. And I think it's five years old now and it is, it's starting to give up the ghost. But actually it's been great. We mm. got asked from Amazon. Did you? Yeah, a few years ago, Ooh. and it totally does the job. I mean, it's not the most amazing, but it's not my forever piece Is of garden Is it Rattan Antique or what? No, it's Rattan. And, you know... Teak one... Unique. Shout out to my friend who owns <laughs> Teak Unique. Nice. I think one day, you know, we will replace it, hopefully, when we're in sort of a, our forever home. But for now, it totally yeah. does the job. Someone is saying, shall I paint the ceilings and woodwork the same as the walls? Where were you at our Dulux colour event? <laughs> Whoever sent this question in. Ceilings and woodwork, same as the walls. So yes for me. Not necessarily the ceilings. I love woodwork the same as the walls. Yeah, I'm with you. I think ceilings, you've got, you've got to feel quite brave. Um, but definitely woodwork. Although in this event, they were all about painting the ceiling in a different yeah, colour. Yeah, I mean, Tiffany Duggan, who was talking, if you look on her Instagram and her project, she does some really bold ceilings where she's got those kind of grown-up pink walls and then like almost an aubergine on the ceiling. And it's definitely a look. Um, I think it works if you're an interior designer and the yeah. rest of the room fits with it. Yeah. But I think if you're an amateur, just be careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I can think be it's nice. a small room. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite nice to paint the ceiling the same colour and it feels quite snug. I think what's quite nice as well is doing the tonal thing where you do your kind of dado rail or your skirting board or you sort of pick them out in a slightly darker tint. That can look really smart. And there's lots of paint brands that do those kind of different yeah. um, gradings we of were saying, saturation. We were saying on the, um, at the Adulux event, we were actually saying how if you have a wallpaper, do you remember there was a picture we posted on Instagram recently and it was a... I think it was a bedroom. There was a wallpaper that was like red and blue, quite Harlequin-esque. And they'd pulled out the red mm. and then lacquered the skirting boards. Very cool. I mean, it was so cool. So anyway, there we go. There's also, with your window frames, um, lots of people think that if you paint your window frame quite dark, so black or navy or a really dark color, it actually draws your eye outside. So you see the outside more when you're in the room. So it pulls oh, out so when you look beyond to the that. green. Cool. They were all over that at the event too. I like window. I'm sorry, but I like windows. Woodwork, the either a white or the same colour as a woodwork. I'm with yeah, you. I'm, mm. I'm not. I'm not into these. Anyway, each their own. There was a question about rugs. Do we have any tips on rugs and where to get good traditional rugs? Oak is obviously an obvious one. We've got the one in the studio that like... Yeah, uh, it's great. That's H&M Home. It's H&M Home. Yeah. yeah, there's some great... I mean, Zara's got some really nice rugs in that kind of vintage look where it's knocked back. So it's patterned like a Persian rug, but it's kind of all muted. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing those for a while. My yeah. tip is She's always go bigger than you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always go bigger. You want to fit some of the... Well, all the furniture or some of the furniture. The front yeah. legs of your sofa have got to be on that rug. An interior designer will tell you the back legs too as well. But anyway, 
depends how much money you can spend on a rug. Mm. Yes, House Curious has got a. She's just got a Zara tradition, you know, Persian looking one. And Oka have amazing rugs, I think. Mm. Where are those lovely, oh, scalloped rugs? The Rattani scalloped um, ones. Where do they come from? Bombay. Bombay, Bombay Sprout, or is it yeah. Tate and Derby? Both, both do them. Yeah. There you go. Good knowledge. Well done, ladies. <laughs> okay, we're going to finish with some style questions. There are a few questions on shoes. What shoes? Laura, I'm going to start with you because you've just bought some new shoes. We're also going to talk to Polly about her <laughs> yeah. shoes. I know you've been dying to. <laughs> I'm dying to talk to Polly about her shoes. Uh, so, Laura, first of all, I'm going to come to you. Someone is saying, how do you style brown boots? Well, with denim, with a maxi boho dress. But Tonally, keep it tonal. But the question was, what is good footwear-wise at this time of year? Boots seem too wintry, white trainers, too wet and muddy, help... Okay, I feel like I, I'm quite the person at the moment. I've given this quite a lot of time and thought recently. <laughs> um, okay, so I've just invested in some Isabel Moron Dicker boots because I think they're just a good everyday height. Can wear them with a dress, can wear them with jeans. That was the Dicker, if you yep. missed her saying that. Um, and they are in like an off, what colour would you call them? They're like a kind of... I like a light brown yeah light brown so that's that box trainers i'm with you you can't have anything with like fabric or anything i bought a pair of the nike day breaks but i just refuse to wear them when it's raining so you need a leather white wipe clean trainer that you can wipe clean yeah um but you can definitely wear boots this time of year someone's saying feels too wintry just yeah. black's quite heavy but yeah, yeah but... i was say avoid black yeah I exactly I wore, all black last week it was so effing cold mm, yeah Gross. Yeah, I think yeah, I think just avoid black. That is my everything I bought is just not black, and actually it's really nice to have something in your wardrobe that's not just. Um, my footwear is quite often just black or white for a trainer, so mm. it's quite nice that I've now but got I something a bit in between. between. Back to the one-to-one rule. I think you can wear a black boot in winter if in your summer. jean. Sorry, in summer. If your jean is a little bit cropped, there's a bit of skin. But I think that's the rule anyway with a summer boot. Yeah. I think you've got to have a little bit of, of skin, skin showing. Or black on top and a yeah. paler jean or something. I think black boots still looks nice with cream jeans. Yeah. Just not too, too heavy. Um, anyway, your dicker boots look great, Laura. They're like, God... And like her, practically her first piece of shoe I know. she did, didn't she? I know. I, I, when I was it. buying them, I was like, it's a bit dated, but I just think they're a good classic. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, completely. And they're great with the dress. On the subject of shoes, Polly, Polly's like, I'm not going to get away without you mentioning these on the podcast, am I? How do we describe your orthopedic style shoes? <laughs> well, I think you've just done it there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Polly bought yeah. the 25 quid Amazon dupe. Yeah, I basically have like had my eye on the Chanel white dad sandals. Dad sandals, that's, that's it. Better, isn't yeah, it? and I kind of felt like it's a lot of money to part with. I don't know whether they'll suit me because they're quite a, a marmite thing. I appreciate they're not for everyone. Um, so I they're, bought de- the, they're not for Georgie. They're <laughs> certainly not for Georgie. I think we've made that very clear. Um, so I bought these asos ones that i'd actually called in for lux girl and i just thought oh, they're pretty cool i'll give them a go and see how much i wear them when they suit me whether i can make them work and i just yeah i really really liked them and can so i, I say like, that i'm not a fan i know but <laughs> and i don't think anyone hannah strafford taylor i love you to bits if you're listening but even gorgeous beautiful hannah 
I think it ruins the outfit. <laughs> um, I do think, however, that you're making them look as good as they can get. Thank and you. And I, I think you're, it, that's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are pulling them off. You've got very white toes. You, you've gone for the real deal, but you, you didn't buy them new. Well, so they're like impossible to get hold of from the, the boutiques um, in the UK. Um, I, I did try a couple and they like sort of laughed me out the door. Like, no, of course we don't have them. <laughs> um, so it's more a case of just stalking. Did you pay more because they don't have them in the boutiques? I, yeah, I did. So <gasps> the I bought them. They're brand new like right. in the box and stuff. Um, I would have struggled to pay more if they weren't brand new. But the girl that had, was selling them to me had bought them. They were like the last two pairs she said in the UK, she bought them from the Heathrow Boutique to sell them on because she knew she could make more money from them, basically. Really? Yeah. So I was quite confident in the fact that, you know, if they arrived and I decided actually I didn't like them, I'd be able to sell them on again because they're sort of in demand. But I don't know. I just, I, I actually bloody love them. I know they're like not for everyone. My mum detests them. She cannot get her head around how I've spent that much money on such ugly shoes. She says they're like the sandals that you give orthopedic patients in the nhs and she's a nurse so she's a nurse <laughs> yeah she's a nurse <laughs> so yeah safe to say they've divided opinion but i'm very well happy with i them. say if you're gonna wear them look at polly's instagram for some starlings <laughs> but i think that the fact that they that they're quilted and they have the cc logo bling on them does help and uh, you're, you're you are rocking the georgina yes or no I think on Polly, 100% yes. On me, definitely not. They wouldn't work. But they look, I think they look awesome. I think you look super cool today, nice. particularly in this outfit. No, I think they're great. Yeah. They're comfortable, if nothing else. There you go. <laughs> I'm outvoted. I know Laura thinks the same. No, I, I would never wear them. But I think on you, they look great. You guys have been kind. Thank you. <laughs> How do you style yellow? This is a fashion question, I think. Yeah, I Polly. would, I always feel like with color, it's often the easiest way to do, to get it right is to try and do like some kind of tonal head to toe look. Cause sometimes if you just pick one piece like a top, it can be a bit, I don't know, mumsy, is that the wrong word to use? It just look a bit like, yeah, I think. <laughs> so that's me personally, um, but I think, yeah, kind of tonal or try and mix it up with some different prints maybe i think yellow's really nice with tan yeah yeah tan, gray yeah denim yeah nice i wish though. i could wear yellow i love yellow whenever mm. everybody else I'm wears wearing it camel jackets really nice with yellow really mm. nice someone said will you be doing a summer fair or an autumn one i loved your spring fair yes we're doing an autumn one first of october say the date now final question what do you give a man for his 30th who has everything? For one of um, Adam's big birthdays, I got him <laughs> a us. wallet with, um, from Anya Highmarch and I, they can emboss your handwriting on the inside with a message. So I wrote, I can't even remember what I wrote now, probably like don't spend it all at once or something now. Mm. <laughs> but it was then like with my signature. So then they embossed that and it was kind of my handwriting and it's quite something like that if they really have got everything. Yeah. He liked it. I got my husband, God, I remember it was a long time ago. I got him a decanter from Lindley. Nice. That's good. That's nice. Literally have what no about idea what. What That was quite a yeah. nice yeah. smice and or padfolio. Like, or one of those, um, I was going to say more like a Chapman bags, like something that 
I always think of a male Soft bag is really, yeah, it's yeah. really difficult. Like a, a nice, like, weekender bag, maybe. I feel like yeah. a yeah. Nice present. Yeah, a lot of men just chuck all their mm. stuff in, like a duffel. Search and some man weekenders, yes. and you'll find them. They're quite a nice Yeah. Hopefully some food for thought. Thanks, ladies. That's it for today. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends to listen to, and we will be back soon. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.